people welcome to shanghai chronicles this is episode 102 connections i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend where everyone's getting ready for the wonderful holiday coming up which is martin the king day so happy birthday to the great leader so let's get into some shits um also we already know who's going to the super bowl unfortunately it's not my good dedicated team the patriots but uh, we have a good match here. We have the Chiefs and we have the 49ers. And a 49er quarterback, he was the backup quarterback to Tom Brady. So it's like home for us. So let's see. Um, I don't know who I'm going to root for, but I'm sure I will figure it out. So, yeah. But yeah, let's get into it. So, damn America, Queen B has done it again. The Ivy Park new collection is sold out. So, you know, Beyonce has put this up on her Instagram. She has let a lot of people know about it. Um, a lot of people have also, you know, <clears throat> people did like reposts that she posted up, you know, things like that. So, I follow this guy on Instagram. Um, I think his name is I am. Deron Jordan or something like that. He calls himself the king of the beehive. So basically, he was keeping me up to date with everything that was going on with the collection. Now, the collection is really nice. Um, I didn't see anything that jumped out to me in the collection, but um, the color scheme was good. So, you know, he puts everything out as far as like prices is concerned. He tells everyone, every, you know, all the prices, how much everything is going to cost this then the third he also goes over um you know where people can go and look for the product where they can shop for the product um what certain days and certain sites will have the product you know stuff like that so of course i update all my friends i let them know about everything um of course they're just like so excited and they're just feeling so great that they're just like okay Shay like keep us up to date like let us know about everything like you know because I gotta get this collection I'm like okay cool so I see that they're doing like a pre-sale so I'm like okay y'all you know you gotta download the Adidas app you gotta make sure you get the email whatever it's gonna go down on this day so before any of this though I follow Instagram and I see all these celebrities receiving merch. You got Cardi B, you got Michael B. Jordan, you got Michelle, 
you got Kelly, you got Justin Bieber's wife, um, Kendall Jenner, Janae Monet, Zendaya, my girl from Grownish. Like, all these people are getting these items. So, it's just like, okay, Beyonce, what did you save for your fans? Because I feel like all these celebrities that got the boxes or got closets, they didn't need them because they have stylists that can go out and pick for them or go out and get the clothing for them. So, with that being said, it comes time to do, you know, the pre-launch. So, of course, I tell all my girls, I'm like, you know, y'all get ready. The pre-launch is coming. This is the time that it's going to come. So, of course, everyone's waiting, 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 waiting. Everything basically sold out in minutes, minutes. And I think it's because she didn't have enough pieces because she was too busy gifting them away to the celebrities. And my thing with this, when you have a line of clothing I understand you probably want to, you know, have the celebrity, your celebrity friends, you know, get their hands on these particular items. But I feel like you should have gave them one or two pieces or a complete ensemble outfit. They didn't need a whole closet. They didn't need a whole box. They didn't need any of that, you know. So it's just like, you know, it made it seem like she doesn't care about her fans. You know, she could have did a contest where like a lucky fan could have got the the clothing or you know something like that so my friend did order a piece and it finally came and the detailing is very 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 good the detailing is perfect it's way better than her first line um the color scheme the stitching you know she kept the whole adidas three stripes on you know all of her items so you know it's perfect but I just didn't like the way that she marketed everything. It was just like, you know, she could have marketed a different way to where she didn't have to give all these celebrities these pieces. Fuck, she even gave Farah a box. Farah. And then put a little nice little sarcastic note on there talking about oh I hope you find your luggage or some shit because remember back in the day <laughs> they lost her luggage or some shit or Beyonce was gonna send her backpacking something so it was just like you know okay hold on B now you're just wasting things because it's like it's just ridiculous at this point it's just beyond um so a little birdie did tell me that she's gonna be dropping another restock soon don't know the exact date but I just know that it's coming soon so everyone should be on the lookout for that I just think you know it's all about you know your connections who you know who you don't know and you know it's Beyonce but I feel like she could have done something for her fans to win the boxes she could have you know shipped it to them even if it's like you know whatever the closets and then There were certain sizes of closets. Either you got a small closet or you got a box or you got a small box. Like, it was just different sizes. And I guess people with the tall closets that had, like, the full wardrobe, those are the people that she fucked with and those people that she really liked. And, you know, when it comes to Beyonce, she always hit every, she always hit y'all all all the time when y'all get y'all W-2s back. 
It's like she can smell when it's fucking tax season. Because every fucking time this bitch either releases concert tickets or she's releasing something crazy big. So, you know, I'm not going to be so down on her because I do see the vision with the line. And it it does look nice. Now, some of y'all bitches... Please make sure y'all going into the store and getting the correct sizes, okay? And whenever you wear your pieces, please try to think outside the box. Don't be dressing and trying to look like how Beyonce was in every promo shoot or video shoot that she did for all of the pieces. Let's make sure that y'all looking like something, okay? And not just looking like fake imitation of Beyonce. Because that's a really big deal. Because if you can't put them pieces together, there's no need for you to have them. And that's the honest to God truth. Then I'm trying to figure out, why the fuck would Michael B. What the fuck is Michael B. Jordan going to wear? Like, I don't even see him in any different... Like, what is he going to wear? You know, and then... Swiss Beats son got one. Fuck him out. Thank you, Aunt Beyonce. What the fuck? What the fuck is he like... Swiss Beats gives his, gives his kids allowances. So why the fuck does he even need a box? You know what I'm saying? Like every every day when I go on Instagram, or every day that I have been on Instagram since this collection drop, a different celebrity has a box. So the flip. The fuck? You ain't done nothing with him in forever. You know? And then people was making fun like, oh, Kim Kardashian is waiting for... Kim Kardashian ain't thought about no box. You know why Kim Kardashian is thinking about this new oxygen documentary that she doing on prison reform? She ain't thinking about that box. And not even that, the only clothing that Kim Kardashian wears is her husband's. She only wears other designers if she's going on like a red carpet or a park. She's wearing Yeezy. Okay? Just let's let's stop it, okay? But Queen B, I mean, you really could have looked out for your for your fans. You really could have you know, gave them, you know, a one lucky fan member something, something to just show that you care about them instead of collecting their coins, okay? Their coinage. Okay. Okay. So, damn America, the WNBA players finally get paid making six-figure salaries and paid maternity leave. So, people have been wanting this forever for the WNBA okay like this is really huge for them and shout out to the mystics for winning um so it, it, it it's it's historic because first of all women are already in basketball not recognized and the thing about it is the WNBA is really fun to watch. Like, I used to go to the games back in the day. I used to go, you know, watch the Mystics, and they were fun. I had a great time watching the WNBA. Like, some people honestly prefer to watch the women more than they watch the guys. And on top of that, the women have more game, okay, than some of these guys that get out here on the court. So, when I read this article, I was like, yes, it's about time because... You know, there are women out there that are married, that have a baby, you know, that happen to be WNBA stars. And it was just crazy that they don't have that time off 
to be, you know, with their child and then get their self back together, get their self back into shape, you know, in order to be ready, you know, for the season. And then for you to be out and not get paid, you know, that was like to the extreme. So basically the, the commissioner, uh, she raised the salaries by 53% and all athletes will be making six figures and will be allowed paid maternity leave. So, um, the, I guess the financials, it increased, they said. So the way we're paying these players is different than the past, pretty much. She said the top couple of players are tripling in pay where they were, where they were, where they were, where other players. Okay. So if you're a top player, basically you're tripling in the pay, but other players are making 200,000 to 300,000 and the average will be over 130,000. Everyone gets an increase there, okay? So for years, for years, like people know that the WNBA has been like under a lot of scrutiny because um the difference in like the salary, you know, compared to the guys. And I feel like what happened was in 2018 this um this player, I think her name was um uh she played for the Las Vegas Aces. Her name was Ajaya Wilson. So she signed a three year contract with the Aces that was worth just over fifty five thousand per year. Like fifty five thousand per year. So that sounds just like Someone that's working, yeah, like kind of like someone who's working, like maybe maybe like a nine to five, so like a regular nine to five. So the piece that went on to note, like the piece that, like you know, became like very very you know viral, was this guy in the NBA, DeAndre um, Ayton, I think his name is. He received $6.8 million in his first year when he was signed to the Suns. So, it was just like, okay, hold on. He gets $6.8 million. She gets $55,000 per year. Like, you know, that doesn't even, doesn't even add up at all. So, now that they have this new deal put in place, it's no, you know, it's not a big thing with the wage just discrepancies like um like it was in the past now when players are playing now their average salary will be that 130,000 making you know making making six figures since I believe they said 1997 so of course you know people that are stars on the team um that you know that are big time players, of course, they were able to earn more than half a million dollars. So I when I read this, I my heart was like filled with so much joy because it was just like now women are starting to feel good about themselves. They're starting to feel, you know, equal to men, especially when it comes to such a dominant sport like basketball. You know, it just made me feel, it made me feel great. You know, a lot of people don't know. When I was younger, okay, I played basketball. The bitch was good. I played forward. That was my position. 
bitch made some points, okay? Bitch was off the bench. I was a starter, okay? Get at me. You don't want to see me on the court, okay? But anyway, no, for real. It just makes me feel great. And it just makes me feel like voices are heard of women. And I'm glad that they finally, even though it took forever for it to get to this point, I'm just glad that they were able to get there, finally get there. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's about standing up for what you believe in and also fighting until the very end until you actually succeed in that goal and I think the WNBA players I think they did that I think they did that by showing and standing up for this because it's a long time coming and I think it also gives them the feeling that they feel accepted. They feel like people heard them out. They feel like, you know, people actually look at them as a person that is real dom you know, dominant in sport, you know, can still, you know, have a hope, have a baby, you know, have a baby, come back, get back in the best shape that they could ever be back in to do what they love and you know it's just like in the work like you know this is their job and this goes along in your actual workplace like women fight for what you feel is right fight for what you feel if your male counterparts that that has the same positions or does the same things as you do and you feel that they're getting you know paid more than you or treated better than you stand up because no one right now in America, especially year of 2020, no one right now is going to fight for women the way that women can fight for ourselves. And I feel like, you know, like we said last year in 2019, this was the year of the women. I think that this is also the year of the women. Like this is going to continue. Women are still going to be able to be respected, still be able to, you know, get paid just as much as their male counterparts, still be able to, you know, have babies and come back and be the best that they can be. And we won't continue to be stereotyped as just, you know, stay-at-home moms and, you know, just anything that they label us as, you know? Like, now it feels great to be recognized, to be heard, to feel loved, you know? And I'm not even in the WNBA, and I just felt that for them. Like, I felt excitement for them. And, and it was great. It was beautiful. So, you know... Shout out to those ladies. I'm I'm very happy for them. Um, like like I told you guys, I used to go to the Mystics game all the time, and I was so happy to see the Mystics win and bring a championship home here to DC. And that was just beautiful. You know, it was just, it was just beautiful. So you know, thank God, thank God. So you know, damn America, Queen B has snatched your coins again. Not only did she snatch your coins, okay. She didn't snatch your coins. She didn't snatch your patience. She didn't snatch your time. Cause people was outside of Adidas stores lined up for hours because they was only letting three, four, five people in. Okay. This bitch middle word should be snatched. Okay. Because not only does she have a snatch as body in all of these pieces, she done snatched everything away from y'all. Okay. And I get it. The Beehive, y'all love her to death. She's like the best 
person on the planet to y'all. Like y'all would do any and everything for Beyonce. But sometimes I think for you guys as fans, y'all need to sit back and think about what has Beyonce done for you lately. Okay? Because her shipping and giving all these fucking celebrities these boxes and all this other shit. I better see every fucking celebrity when they getting on their fucking million dollar jets, they better have on some fucking Ivy Park. Okay? Okay, and I mean from head to toe. They better have the hat. They better have the fucking coat, the fleet, whatever. They better have it all. Because they ain't need it in the first place, but they best to have it on. Okay? Okay. And again, damn America, the WNBA, finally, finally decided to give women what they deserve. And I'm so happy. And I just hope it keeps going. And I'm just so proud. So proud. So, you know, it's all about having those connections, okay? All about having those connections. So, let's get into our rising star. So, our rising star name is John Kay. He is 29 years old. So, at the age 10, he was given a book on HTML coding and used a new language to design posters for his mom's friends in church. Today, his multi- Disciplinary practice includes graphic designs for clients such as Nike and the Cooper, I'm sorry, and the Cooper Hype Museum, as well as painting. In a series he began shortly after the Pulse nightclub tragedy, he explores his identity using green to represent the South, black for race, valid for queerness, and red for family. So shout out to him. He's 29 years old and he is from Brooklyn, New York, and he has a Bachelor of Arts in Science from Rhode Island School of Design. So shout out to John K. Okay, my brother, we lift you up. All right. So, of course, like we always do, of course, like we always say, let's get into the shits because the shits always starts with the twerk something segment because this shit right here, right here, right here is a little cray, a little cray, 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 cray. So, let's say, hmm. Well, you know, I have a hashtag. So, you know, last year with all my shows, I was hashtagging, you know, Black Man Cheat. You know, that was my hashtag that I was, you know, letting y'all, you know, hear. But this time I got a hashtag, why did the nigga do it? Okay. Hashtag, why did the nigga do it? So, Cam Newton. Okay. We see him. He has horrible style. Um... He's very country. He's great at what he does. He can play a hell of a sport. But, you know, of course, he didn't play this season because he was hurt. And then, you know, we see this beautiful family. He got this beautiful girl. I think her name was Ikea Proctor. And she's from D.C., actually. And, you know, she is a girlfriend of his. And she had a previous child from a previous relationship. So that child is there. And then her and Cam start having kids. Okay, perfect. So, you know, I'm doing what I normally do. I'm strolling through Instagram, being nosy as fuck. Then I come across this post and I see something that said, oh, rumor has it. Cam Newton and girlfriend split up because Cam had a baby by an IG model. And I said, 
No, I'm not reading this way. I was like, let me clean my fucking glasses. I'm like, let me grab my. I feel like grab my Wooby Parker case, take my little cloth out, and I'm just, you know, scrubbing away, put some spray on. I'm clean. And I put my glasses back on. And I see the post again. So I'm like, no, no way. No, 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 no way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that, this is a lie. So I click onto the article and, you know, it basically is saying that, you know, they had broke up and, you know, she just had their fourth child and, um, you know, they had split after she gave, you know, birth to the child and this all happened because of course when you go on Instagram there's no photos of each other because let me tell you that Instagram that Instagram would dictate everything it would dictate when you get engaged it would dictate when you about to have your period like motherfuckers is always like it would dictate when you about to have a baby when you broke up with your man when you broke up with your girl hell it even dictate your sexuality that fucking instagram instagram is the fucking devil devil it should be called devil ram because it, it it's, it's so of course you know everybody's strolling we're all you know looking at everything we're trying to like see you know who, who you know what's going on so, I keep strolling and I keep, you know, reading the article. And basically, he has had a baby with this IG model, this girl. She, you know, looks like a little thot, of course. She got fake ass, whatever the case may be. And she's just a regular Instagram thot. So, when I look at Cam Newton's girlfriend, I'm like, okay, she's a long-time girlfriend. She just had their fourth child. She's beautiful. She looks amazing. Um, She, you know, looks like she's down to earth. She looks like, you know, she is just chilling. And... Then I look and I'm just like, okay, so I'm trying to figure out when did this Instagram girl get pregnant and when did she have a baby and did this nigga have these two women pregnant at the same time? Because Kia Proctor, she just had their new, just had their fourth child last October and This other girl, this baby, like, she, I think she just had a baby, too, because, like, it's a picture on Instagram, like, when you zoom in, there's, like, little baby bottles in the back of her photo. So, all of this, of course, too, like I said, I said, Instagram is the devil, but Kia and Cam, they have this Christmas photo that they do every year. They post a family, and Cam was not in the picture with the Christmas photo. They unfollow each other on Instagram, all of this. Now, this rumor of this secret baby comes and they, you know, believe that this is the reason why they got split up. So, 
if anything, he's welcoming his fifth child. And this girl's like a fitness model this past summer. So if that was the case, then that means that they were pregnant at the same time. Proctor and the girl, because if she just had a baby last summer, Proctor Proctor just had her baby in October. And they claimed that the girl is no longer with Cam and she resides in an apartment above his Atlanta restaurant. So he owns a restaurant in Atlanta called Fellowship. And in order to, you know, he did that in order to make it convenient for him to see his child. Okay. So this is my thing here. The reason why I have the hashtag, why the nigga do it? Because I'm just trying to figure out, nigga. You have been with this girl for who knows how long, okay? You've been with her who knows how long. Y'all have been together. Y'all have had children. You know, things like that. I'm just trying to figure out how hard is it for you to be faithful? And then as women, we have to find some more, you know, we got to stop taking these niggas back. You know, just so we can live and continue the lifestyle. Because, you know, y'all, okay, he cheat or whatever. And then he'll come to you with the bag and whatever the case may be. Because you want to keep up with the lifestyle. And then, you know, I saw where this nigga had the nerve to say and ask that he wanted to take a DNA test for all the other children. Because she was taking him to court to get child support and things like that. Nigga. Nigga. Why do niggas always want to claim bitches as thoughts and hoes and shit when they fuck up? No, nigga, you fucked up. You was out here creeping and got a whole nother bitch pregnant. And you didn't even have to get the bitch pregnant because you could have been using protection. But you decided that you didn't want to use protection because you really wanted to fill all up in it. And then got the bitch pregnant. Decide, bitch. So now you trying to question all the other kids that I'm going to have for you? How? How? You done moved a girl in, in the apartment, over your restaurant, okay? Then on top of that, let's talk about this. Were you feeling yourself? Did your ego get a little bit bigger because you weren't picked up on any teams? Not even picked up on any teams. Let's let's bring that back. You were still with the Panthers. You were just weren't playing. And now... are the Panthers still going to have you? Are you still going to be signed to them? So, you know, you let your ego get in the way. And you probably went out there. Instead of thinking with your mind and your heart, do what niggas do and think with their dicks. And this is the thing about it. Women, we are so clever. We are so smart that we can outthink a nigga in a minute. And that's why women will always be the best of cheaters. Because we know how to play the game accurately. These niggas, they swear up and down that they doing everything right and they such a player and they doing this and they doing that. Nigga ain't got no connections. Nigga ain't got no money. Nigga ain't doing nothing. So that's why I just want to know why you do it. Why the nigga do it? Why? And then when you ask the nigga why he do it, he don't even know why he do it. 
He don't even know. So now, not only are you trying to embarrass her or think you embarrassing her by trying to get DNA tests and shit. Okay. Doing the most. The absolute most. I'm telling you, it be these quiet, goofy looking ass niggas. Okay. Because who would have thought Cam Newton? No, no, not Cam Newton. Not Cam. Not Cam. Remember, I told y'all that Cam was rumored had been messing with Emily B. So he just been floating all up and he just been all up in it. He free, I guess. I guess Kia was just holding him down because she's just popping up. Then another thing, but just stop having all these babies by these niggas. Make these niggas do something, work for it. Get a ring, do something. Fuck, get you a new car, minivan, something. Like, these niggas don't even have to work for anything. They just popping out babies and then living their life and then popping a baby and another bitch. Like, really? Come on. We have to do better with that. Like, these niggas, you know. When you see the nigga, just asking why, why nigga, hashtag, why did the nigga do it? Why? 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 And speaking of another nigga, so Antonio Brown, he another one. He he might be the new toxic of 2020. Y'all keep saying that future is so toxic. You know, I don't do no future slander, but I think Antonio Brown hasn't beat, okay? He throwing fucking dildos at the baby mother. The police is coming. The fucking agent done dropped him. He's just all fucked up. And he the new toxic of 2020. But you know, the thing about it is, sometimes with the new toxic, I just have a my heart just cries for him because he's a cancer and I understand him. You know, most cancers, I try to give the benefit of the doubt because I understand what you're going through some of the time when you do shit. But some of the shit that he's doing is just crazy. But I ain't going to front that. His new single, new single is pretty good. It, it's it's a good one. A whole lot of money. He got a good one. Then he, then he going to say no white bitches for 2020. But he got a whole white bitch in the video. Yeah, he may need some help. I don't know. And then speak. So, you know, I'm on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Devilgram. And I come across Lori Harvey and her little girlfriends. And then I see Jordan Woods. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know that Lori Harvey and Jordan. This is the thing. Ever since Jordan Woods has not been friends with Kylie Jenner, we haven't we would have never known how many black friends in Hollywood this girl actually has and knows. Because she is there in Jamaica living it up. And I feel like her confidence has came back since she stopped hanging, you know, being with Kylie and being around them. She's looking good in bathing suits. She's, you know, living her best life but i wondered if she gained this confidence because she's no longer under kylie's shadow and what i can say about these two women i think they're very mature with this situation i do think that they do still communicate with each other on the low but the media just hasn't learned about it and i feel like they should keep it that way so the media doesn't intervene in what they have going on but who would have known that Jordan Woods has all these black friends? All these black friends, okay? Every last one of them. She hanging out with Megan Thee Stallion. She hanging out with Lori Harvey. She hanging out with Fabulous um, daughter. 
Ryan, like she's hanging out with a lot of bitches. And who would have known that this bitch knew all these people? I would have never known. I, I just looked at her and, like, you know, we all like, oh, Jordan Woods, Kylie's best friend. I would have never known this bitch had all these connections to all the blacks. Every last one of them. She had all the connections. And probably was bringing all the connections of what her black friends was doing and giving it to Kylie. So Kylie can be down with the broom. Did you ever think about that? And then she didn't gain this confidence back. And then looking, gain confidence, gain booty. And just looking good. Okay? Looking good. Mm, mm, mm. Hmm. Hmm. Um... So I did see the trailer for Insecure season four. Looks like it's going to come April the 12th. Now, this is the only thing. So last season, it was very, very dry. Like, honestly, before this new season comes on, I think I'm going to have to like binge watch maybe from like season two because season three, first of all, the episode that was the last episode the season finale it just left me stuck like I didn't the guy came back and did he come back with flowers I don't even know I don't even remember what happened I think he came back with flowers See, this is when I have to bring the hashtag in for that nigga because why did the nigga do it? Why did the nigga leave and then call and was gone for like three months? And I don't even know what happened. Okay, let me remember. Okay, Lawrence was with the girl, the church girl. And then Lawrence and Issa was getting back. They was in the shop. Okay, that connected. The girl, Amanda, the Amanda says she's pregnant. Okay, boom. Um, Molly is, you know, maybe trying to get with the Asian guy, but he, you know, cuts her off and turns her off because she got rid of Dro because Dro and the wife is having a baby. Okay, boom. Then the guy that Issa's talking to, this nigga just disappears and nobody hears from him. He falls off the, you know, planet earth so nobody knows where he is okay all right boom so basically that's what happened in season three so season four she didn't really give as much of a trailer it was just more so of herself like talking in the mirror so we don't really know what's going to really happen or occur but i'm guessing is that the guy's going to come back he going to have this story about how he was trying to get himself together or some, some shit. Trying to get himself together. I think he came with like flowers or something. Molly is probably trying to figure out. All I know is this. I can't even. This shit's making my brain hurt. All I know is this. It needs to be better than last season. Because last season was very dry. It wasn't that many episodes. Then I think it don't even stay on that long. Like it was just like. It was terrible. Then the only thing that really connected is like, you know, how you be talking to a nigga and the nigga disappear. That's the only thing that we can relate to. Nigga's disappearance. And then when we finally understand, we finally, you know, the nigga come back and act like nothing happened. And we just think to ourselves, like, why did the nigga even go? Like, what was the point of him disappearing? This nigga disappeared for, I think it was that man, a couple of weeks. 
or a couple of days. I don't remember, but it was a long period of time. So, hmm. well, um, <laughs> so I did shoot this shot. It's coming back July 5th. I saw that trailer. Um, it's going to be very interesting. I really want to know why she picked the date July 5th. And then I also saw that the guy who used to play Brandon, he liked the trailer. So I don't know if he was trying to be funny with that. But the thing about with the shot, she has gotten all these new characters. You know, I saw Lala in there. I saw Candy in there. And it's just like, okay, where are we shifting? Where are we going with this now that we don't have Brandon anymore on the show as the main character? So I'm curious to know how she wrote him off and how is that going to change the layout of the show because is it going to make the show more interesting or is it going to make the show more dry I mean I wouldn't say the show was dry it was you know okay show but I just really want to know what they plan on doing with that because a lot of things happen like the boy brother Reggie he died I'm a parent I'm I'm guessing because I don't see him anywhere in the trailer and looks like the little boy is like at the you know foster care or something like that so that's going to be very interesting so it's it should be good um I mean it's nothing that like uh you know I'm not like you know so Monice is at it again with this April and Fizz um breakup so pretty much i think they need the story storyline for next season basically meanwhile they're doing all of that and amarion is still unbothered so of course instagram again they unfollowed everyone they're not speaking you know they're not um they're not um posting pictures or you know, engaging or anything on social media, whatever the case might be. Monique says that they're still together. So this is the thing that I have with Monique, and this is what I told my girls in the group chat. She needs to let go and let God because this is the thing with her. She is too busy worrying about April and Fizz. And it's like, girl, you're not on the show anymore. You said this was your last season. You said that it was very toxic. You couldn't work on yourself. You couldn't, you know, figure out yourself, this, that, and the third. You say you didn't care about them. You just only cared about Cam, whatever the case may be. The co-parenting cannot be that fucking hard. So this is my thing. If they want to stage a breakup so they can be able to keep checks rolling in for love and hip hop because that's what Mona wants, let them the fuck do it. Who the fuck cares? They're using their connections. And their connection, apparently, they use you because you were a connection for them. And they no longer need you. They have secured a spot. Okay? As much as people don't want to see them, people are still going to watch them. People are still going to enjoy them. Because at the end of the day, once they see them... They're going to tweet about them. It's going to become viral. It's going to become the number one thing trending. Then we're going to probably get a little post from Amarion with him, you know, acting unbothered, you know, doing whatever the fuck it is that he does. Okay. So at the end of the day, Moniece, let it go. Who cares if they're staging a breakup? I, I never even cared about this couple being a couple at all. Never did I care about it. 
at all. Moniz is sitting down with exes from the show that Fizz done got to be on the show if he can keep a storyline. This nigga is trying to keep a job. This is the thing. You should be happy that this nigga is trying to keep a job because most niggas can't keep a job. So he's trying to keep a job. Whether he is faking or hiring escorts or hiring people that just flip fries for a living and making them up. Who cares? This nigga is trying to keep a job and keep money coming in. He know he ain't going to have no money no more. Popping and blopping it with B2K. So, he got to make his money somehow. Okay, the nigga can't really rap that good. The nigga can't really sing that good. He's not going to be the fucking basketball star like he wanted to. Like we saw him cry about on fucking marriage boot camp. So, what more that he has but loving hip-hop? Okay? Hell. That's all he got. So, let him just have it. Who the fuck cares? Nobody cares. Let him have it cares um hmm. i've been watching love and hip-hop new york and this is girl on there it's called she's called jen the groupie slayer so of course she goes out with this guy named fresher that's on there and they've been together for 20 years been together for 20 years not married two kids 20 years not married two kids so it was a last week episode, pretty much. The girl gets on there, tells her that Fresher owes her money, almost like 70 grand that he told that he, you know, was going to invest in her, do her rap career, blah, blah, blah. So apparently they did a video shoot. He only paid $10,000 for the video shoot and then he never had the rest of the money. So the girl is coming to Jen, who is Fresh's girlfriend, and basically just saying to her, like, look, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. So she, the groupie slayer, she goes in, of course, like bitches fighting or whatever, not realizing that, you know, this nigga did whatever. And then the girl says, well, you know, the rest of my money probably went for you to get your butt job. So then they start fighting. So this is my thing. Jen. You haven't been with this nigga for 20 years. Y'all living in this run-down, bum-down ass house in Brooklyn. Y'all say y'all moving to New Jersey, okay? This bitch comes with receipts to show you that your nigga took all this money from her to tell her that he was going to start her rap career and also tell her that he was in love with her, whatever the case may be. So, you've been with this nigga for 20 years, gave him two kids. They've been together since they've been young, like 14, 15. 20 years, two kids, no commitment, no ring. But every bitch that comes across your nigga, you fighting them, you on Instagram, you doing this, you doing this, but... You're not giving your nigga any repercussions, no ultimate, like nothing, okay? Looking crazy, yelling and screaming, you know, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. How the fuck can you be with somebody for 20 years, 20 plus years, with not one ounce of him showing that he wants to go to the next step? Like, 20, when I hear that I've been with him for 20 years, I'm thinking, like, 
maybe they're celebrating a 20 year anniversary what an anniversary you know something i've never heard of a bitch being with a nigga for 20 years and they're not married or engaged like who who in their right mind will be with a nigga for 20 years with no commitment none then you done signed up to be on national television for this nigga to embarrass you with these bitches coming what receipts showing that your nigga didn't use them got this money he probably bring the money home to you and you thinking since you trust your man 20 years that he been in the studio really and you fighting back and forth online with girls with groupies make it make it make sense lord i just i just don't make it make there's no way no way there's no way it can't be like seriously it has to be a better way it has to be it really does. I, I know it's a better way. I know it is. And, but before we cook, so every year we go through this, the Oscar nominations, everyone complains that there's not enough color people. Now this year it's, you know, it's not enough female directors on the list. You know, the list goes on. But every year, every year, every black actress, every black actor still goes and supports I wish that we can take all the connections that we have in Black Hollywood and have your own Black Oscars. Tyler Perry has a whole new studio in Atlanta with different stages that people can go, held shows, do this, do that. But y'all are still concerned and tweeting and don't understand about these white Oscars. The thing that disturbs me is that with all the connections that black people have, they don't use them to their ability. They just, you know, either let it go or they just let it be and nothing is done. It's just like... I always bring this up. Everybody was always upset when Kanye, when he got up there on Taylor Swift, so-called so embarrassed her, but he spoke facts. Spoke facts. If we stop going to these shows that don't recognize our artistry and don't recognize us, then they will probably finally, finally get where we're coming from. So I say this to say, maybe you women directors, maybe you guys can have your own award ceremony. Call Tyler Perry up. Say, hey, Tyler, we want to do a black Oscars. Invite all the fine black people in Hollywood. And we won't even have a gold man. We'll have a black man. A black man statue. Wearing an afro. With his fist pumped up. Because there'll be a reputation of us. And we'll stream it live. Live. Own Oprah Network. Her and Tyler Perry are cool. Tyler Perry got two new shows in BET. Not like, not, don't just wait till you guys go to the NAC. What is it? The um, NAACP. 
the award that all the blacks go to. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People Awards. Why do, why do we have to wait until that comes? You know, even though that is our award show, why do we have to wait until it's time to go to that to feel recognized when these Oscars come out? Why? Why should we have to even... So, I feel like this year, some things need to be different. Some people don't need to show up. Some people don't need to come. And if you come, just come and probably make a statement. Be bold. Show, you know, that they can't, white Hollywood, keep singling us out. Especially women. Especially women of color. Especially. So. Now, let's get into what you won't do. So, what you won't do is let Ja Rule do your taxes. If you do, you may be owing the IRS or you ain't getting shit back, okay? I wouldn't trust him with a can of the world. He put on this whole thing talking about, oh, without celebrities, there won't be no social media. Okay, first of all, we had Facebook before it even became Instagram, before any celebrities got on fucking social media, okay? And furthermore, nigga. We can't let you do our taxes. We saw what happened. The ship was a disaster. And what you won't do, Reverend Clarence Smith Jr. is still 142k from the needy children to buy yourself a Bentley. See, this is why people are turning to Kanye's church. At least we'll get a good choir, and at least we'll get some type of word that we'll have to figure out once we get home because Kanye has talk this around in a circle but at least we know he ain't taking a collection plate and spending it and buying stuff a new bentley and keeping the needy children from eating now that's just crazy and this is why some people don't go to church now because they don't because shit like this shit like this is happening he had to go and buy himself a bentley he couldn't take the money for the needy children and go out there and buy some clothes he had to go cater to himself and then he got the nerve to be a junior. Terrible. Mm-mm-mm. So yet again, what you won't do is let Jaru do your taxes. Please, people. Just go to just go. What they got? They got all these different tax programs. You can even do it on your fucking phone. Tax Turbo, whatever the fuck. Don't let him do them, okay? He has a tax agency, so he says, but he probably's gonna fuck it up. And then what you won't do, Reverend Clarence Smith Jr. is still from the needy. You should be quite ashamed of yourself. And I know God is going to strike that ass down. Okay? Just ridiculous. So, this is episode 102, Connections. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Hope everyone has a grand spanking holiday. Celebrating the lovely Martin Luther King Jr. Of course, you guys can catch previous episodes on all streaming platforms. iTunes, iHeart. Spotify, Google Play, and of course, you can follow us on Instagram, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And then, of course, I know I get my personal page, but my personal page is private, but it's Shanghai 87, and that's where you can find me as well. So, yet again, people, have a good, wonderful work week. Happy birthday, Martin Luther King Jr. And like I always say, I'm out.